May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in Yahweh's sight. He is our strength and our redeemer, and it is in his name, which is his authority, that we pray, praise, proclaim, project, and protect today's message. Aman. Hello, everybody. I am Pastor Kofi, Pastor Servant of Christ, where we're always changing lives one mind at a time, but being a voice of the voices and speaking the unspoken, asking for prayer as we do today. We're just going to do Q&A to make up for the Q&A we didn't get a chance to do uh, beforehand. Um, so as we get ready to do Q&A, we just ask for your, uh, you know, prayer. If I uh, if I'm off a little bit, it is because I am uh, dealing with a little bit of not sure exactly what muscle season a little bit or something. So I'm going to have to do some stuff with diet and all that stuff. But uh, hopefully you guys will uh, continue to keep us lifted up as we uh, continue to do what Yehovah has put on our hearts and our minds. Thank you for spending some time with us one more again. Appreciate you. So today will be q and I'm not even sure where we left off on, what was it, Sunday for the Q&A when I had to roll out. So, but we'll make today Q&A day. Whatever questions, comments, or concerns you may have, feel free to make, them, make your requests known. And we'll do our best to uh, answer your questions as, as, as much as we can or as much as I'm able to. I don't know everything. Let me make sure you guys can see the board. Yep, can you guys see the board on YouTube? Yep, okay. So I don't know everything, but the things that I do know, I will do my best to answer as best as I am equipped to. And uh, feel free to ask away, whether it be related to the Bible or whether it be related to something else or something you've seen in life. I don't pay attention to as much stuff that's popular or pop stuff anymore. Uh, I kind of just pay attention to as much of it as I'm able to. Usually as much as I see you guys post and I'm able to follow. I'm not always able to follow you guys as much as I'd like to, but, uh, you know, whatever you, whatever we can do to answer those questions, we once again give all praise and honor to the Most High. We give all praise and honor to him for my wife, the Honorable Maya, who lives a life to say, but to be honored as always. You can check her out on TikTok, YouTube, her website, and Pinterest at Bloom and Flourish, not A-N-D, the letter, the letter N, Bloom and Flourish. She is a healer, herbalist, chemist, and biologist, biologist by degree. Thank you, everybody, for being on once again. Appreciate you. And uh, keep me in prayer. As I said, I'm paining a little bit, or I'm in pain. Sorry, that's a southern, s certain southern spots terminology. We know we're not in pain. We're paining. <laughs> I'm paining a little bit. Uh, if you can just keep me in prayer. If you see me wincing a little bit or stuff like that, please don't take it offensively. I'm not coming at you. Uh, I'm just, you know, healing. So I hope you don't take it any kind of way. I will do my best to ensure that I'm not coming any kind of way as best as, as I'm able. And uh, we thank you guys for being on once again. So today's Q&A, uh, we'll go ahead and get started with your questions. And um, I'm not sure if we said our Bible pledge already, but just in case we didn't, I don't think we did. We'll say it together real quick. This is my Bible. This is my sword. And this one I trust. For Yahashua is Lord. No sword of God shall ever be heard. But this is my Bible, and this is Yah's word. Atsham Yahavach, Aman, in Yahavach's name. Amen. Let's say hello, everybody. How you doing? Um, Minister Anais. Everybody coming over from Thursday Rising Prayer, by the way. Thank you for coming on over. How you doing, Minister Anais? How you doing, Sister Tracy? How you doing, Minister Shante? DB, Big Brother Thomas, Darius, Victorious, Chantel, Sister Knight, Isha, Craig, Shima, 
Uh, Hood, Hood Classic, Katie Jones, thanks for being part of the community. What up, Ten Toes Down, what up? Uh, Sister Sheila, how you doing? What up, though? Uh, depending on where you're from, how you doing, G? Uh, how you doing? Uh, Sister Nadine, uh, Minister Tamara, body daddy, everybody, we thank you so much. By the way, I guess before we get started, too, let me make sure that I, I'm obedient to what we're supposed to every time we're doing this live, at least for the next... A week and a half or something like that. If you can help out Minister Tamra's family, if you need information, if you're on YouTube or on the podcast, just reach out to us. Um, but if you'd like to be able to support the family, they have a GoFundMe page. So if you'd like to be able to go and look for the GoFundMe page to support the family, uh, we would greatly appreciate you doing so. Um, we're asking that you send the stuff directly to GoFundMe. Um, so if you need more information on how to get it or whatever, let us know. We'll make sure that we put that. We'll put more information out as we continue to go down that road. Um, and thank you guys so much for supporting. Alrighty. Uh oh, I messed up. Okay, there we go. Um, let's see where were we at. I think we were saying shalom to everybody. Peace, peace, peace. If I miss your name, church in my head, not to my heart. Appreciate you. How you doing, Sister Monica, uh, Maria, Solomon, Charles, Blossom, Sister Beverly, Brother Ali. Lottie, that ain't everybody. Sister Dacia, hello everybody. How you doing? All right, appreciate you. If I miss your name, once again, church to the head, not to my heart. Appreciate you all. Much love to everybody. How you doing, Noel? All righty, so today's Q&A. How you doing, Yelly Mission? How you doing, Brother TJ? So today is Q&A. So um, whatever you would like to do or whatever you'd like to go, I'll allow you guys to take us there. Whatever your first question is, we'll get started after whatever, you know, we'll follow your lead today. You said, who is the us in the verse? Let us make them in our own image. That is Elohim. That's the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Remember when it says God there in English, there's no such word. Well, there is a word of uh, God. Um, God is, is talking about, um, you know, something different. It's talking about one of the one of the branches of Israel, right? So there is, there is a word for... Uh, so there is something as far as God, but God that they're talking about is different, right? They're not talking about like we, we talk about. They're not talking about, uh-oh. Oh, no. Uh-oh, we have problems. This is supposed to be a new pack. We're new-ish. I haven't opened these up yet. We're already having problems with this. Oh, no. That's wild. Okay, give me a second. I'm sorry, though. I guess you should always test before you do the thing, but I, I didn't think I'd have to test right out the pack. Wow, okay. Hmm. Kind of messed me up a little bit. Hopefully you guys will be able to see the blue. Let me do this real quick. Can you guys see that all right? Oh, YouTube. You know what? Let me move back some. YouTubers. I know the podcast is not, <laughs> it's not really helping out much. On the podcast, but let me see if I move back some. If you guys can see a little better on YouTube because I have to keep flipping it up, down, up, down so you can see me, see my face. I guess you don't need to see my face when I'm at the board. But uh, hopefully you guys will be able to see this all right. Looks like you guys should be able to. Can you guys tell me, can you, oh, wow. Wow. Brand new pack. Oh. Okay. Can you guys read that? Is it, is it too light? It looks like it's too light for YouTube. It might be too light. Oh, no, nah, it's too light for both of you guys. Um, mm. Wow. Okay, I'm going to try and shake it up some. 
I'm sorry. <sighs> see if I do this. It's not as much light, but maybe you can see better without the light on the board. No, it's still bad. All right, y'all help me out. Tell me, can you guys read this all right? Can you see it okay from where you are? Yes, no, maybe so. Is it better with the light? Is it better without the light? Oh, okay. After I shook it up, it's getting better. All right, maybe I need to try that for all of them there. Now that I'm shaking it up. Well, if you can't, can you see the bottom one better, top one better? I want to make sure y'all can see this stuff. It's fine. Okay, how you doing, Sister Cher? It's fine. Yes, no, maybe so on YouTube. How's it looking on YouTube for you guys? Yeah, I think if I shake it up, let me see. Oh, the black one's done. It's done, done, at least for now. Wow. Wow, right out the pack. Switch these out later. Okay, that's what we got for now. All right, be careful out there, Sister Monica. Okay, well, we're going to try and use this. So, God, in what we call English, which is really Germanic, anyway. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe if I put it closer, we're not, we're not doing that well. I'll try and see. If, matter of fact, let me see if I can use the older one. If we use the older one, maybe it works out better. Let me see. Man, I'm just mess, mess, messing with this first thing. All right, I was gonna throw these away. Because these weren't really working last time I was trying to use these. I might have to use the older ones if I can, now, <laughs> if I can find them. Let me see something. Wow, okay, the older ones ain't going strong, going hard in the paint. Okay, we're gonna use the older ones. Hopefully they'll stay with us for a while, for a while at least long enough for whatever. I keep shaking this one up and this will be our backup, I guess, I hope. So, all right, so, so here we go. So you have God, that's Germanic, right? Same thing, by the way, for good, right? And then you have, in our language, you might say God, Right? So we have God and they have good, right? Germanic term that means that anything can be whatever you want, right? But remember actually in scripture, when they say God, like in English, right? Whenever, when they say God in English, what they're really saying is, is what people try to spell out as Elohim, right? Or what we would say as Ah. La ha ya ma. Right? So, this is actually, whenever you see in your Bible, you see God. Um, I think there might be like a few, like very small percentage of exceptions to where they might be talking about a false version of Elohim. Right? But for the most part, if you see God, like if you see Lord God, it's saying Yahweh Elohim, right? So when they say, let us make man inside of our image, now that we know that, we, we go, once again, we don't spell out words, but all of our words have characters. So what are the characters? Well, the ah sound comes from alav. The la sound comes from lamad, right? The chi, the cha sound comes from cha. The ya, ya sound comes from Yavad or Yaud, right? 
And then the m at the end comes from men or mom, right? Which, which is, so these characters mean the father, the great shepherd or the son, the Holy Spirit, a hand, and then water, blood, and spirit. So put that together, the father, the son, the Holy Spirit are leading us in the water, blood, and spirit. So when it says, let us, this is who? This is father, right? This is son. This is Holy Spirit, right? And then this is us, right? So, so let us, plural, father, son, Holy Spirit, and then dealing with what? Making the human being. And this being the right. So when it says, let us make man inside of our image and after our likeness, you said that's a reach. Okay, tell me how that's a reach. Is that a reach? What does this mean? Does this mean father? Do you know, first of all, do you know Paleo Hebrew? We should probably start off with a hello. But secondly, do you know Paleo Hebrew? Do you know Hebrew, period? But do you know Paleo Hebrew? And if you know Paleo Hebrew, what does Aleph mean? What does it mean? See, I'm not going off of anybody else. You can't be our standard. The standard has to be the people that wrote it, the language that they wrote it, and that's what proper interpretation means. How you doing, WIT? So once again, what is your, what are you talking about? Now look it up in your Bible, right? Look at, or if you believe in the Bible, whatever. Whenever you see the term God, or when you see Lord God, well, it, it does not mean Yehovah Elohim, or you would say Jehovah Elohim because you're using somebody else's culture, right? So you use this Elohim thing, which sometimes can be dangerous to use because Elohim is from a different culture, different context, too. How you doing, Sister Sage? That being said, though, how you doing, Brooklyn Zone? Once again, do you know? Yes, I do know. I teach it. <laughs> I teach it. Uh, my wife teaches it. I teach it. Uh, my wife actually has a book for children and stuff like that for it as well. Um, so... Yeah, um, but once again, do you know it? You're challenging me on something you don't know. Don't don't run away from the question. If you're going to act a fool, act a fool. At least feign intelligence, right? You're saying that I'm feigning it and you do the same. So do you know what this means? Do you know what this means? If you don't, study for yourself and then come back. Or you can listen to the person that studied it, then go and test it to see if what you're saying actually is something that, that, that would say that I'm wrong. Okay. Elohim doesn't mean cool. Not at all. Not even close. Elohim is the term, is, the, is, is really the title for what you guys call God. Once again, God is somebody else's culture. God and good are Germanic, right? We're talking about etymology, right? So, so, Elohim, right? Elohim, right? Allah, even in there, we talked about that before, that there's these people that even believe in the Trinity, and they say Allah. They don't even necessarily, they're not even necessarily Muslim or Muslim um, due to the, right? But they'll still say Allah because that's how they say it. It's a shortened version. You're dealing with Ishmael and um, Isaac at that point, right? Shalom, Rashalam, Rashalam, etc. To everybody coming on, appreciate you. So Allah Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Or if you want to get to, if anything, you should have challenged me more on this. Since this is the great shepherd or the shepherd, then you should say to me, well, that's not the son. Right? But then if you look at who is our great shepherd, then you still get to the same conclusion. Right? If you know how the culture is. Remember, that's why when people say, what version of the Bible should I buy? I don't really worry about versions of the Bible. I tell people that all the time. I'm not really worried about whatever version you have. I'm more concerned about, do you know the culture? 
you can read it's it's like um, somebody saying the United States of America is a country. That's that's not the truth, right? But if you're in the of the wrong idea, ideology, wrong narrative, or the wrong culture, right? Then you'll assume that when somebody says, "Oh yeah, you know, I'm in the country, the United States of America," but but remember, right? I'm gonna just show you, right? Because once again, this is how important culture is. I'm not sure if the person's on anymore. They're probably muted. And if they are, thank you, moderators, for doing what you do. If they're not, thank you, moderators, because I let you, really, the moderators run that part of the stuff so I can worry about some other stuff. Um, but but watch this. But watch this, right? You have in law. This is your this is your law. If you're a United States citizen, this is your law, right? Even if it's not, even if you're not, you still should be aware of it. Twenty eight, U, S, C, standing for United States Code, twenty eight U S C. Three zero zero dos, three zero zero two, right? One five, and then subsection A, B, and C, right? And forgive me, I don't know how to make the squiggly lines for the for the thing that stands for United States Code, right? But you, 28 U.S.C. 3002.15 A, B, and C. Subsection A tells you that the United States is a corporation. That's coming from United States law, right? That's not UCC, Uniform Commercial Code. That's U.S.C., United States Code, right? Those of us who are in the military, you've seen a lot of U.S.C. in your life. So, number one, so subsection A, United States is a corporation. Subsection B... The United States is a board. That's why you have a president on top on top of the board. He's not the owner, by the way. Just like you can have a corporation and you can have a board, but the board has a president, but that doesn't mean the president's the CEO. Right? So you have a president, you have a vice president, you have secretaries, you have treasurers, you have uh, congressmen, you have majority, minority, all that stuff, and then you have subsection C. Right? Subsection C saying that the United States is what? That it is, and I'm gonna misspelled this word probably so forgive me but instrumentalization i believe i might have got that right i'll be messing this word up right which means what long story short you can publicly trade it now who's publicly traded right by this corporation corporation by the way also can be known as an as an artificial person Right. So it can be an artificial person. So the United States is an artificial person. Right. That has a board to help it in its ownership over who who's who's publicly traded. Artificial persons. Right. But if you decide that you want to be private or sovereign, even then live that way, then you can actually have stuff that's considered not you for you to be persons, but you can actually become a people you see that so when people doubt you or whatever this this is why even when it comes to your your bible we always said that the bible is law and case study if you comprehend how law works and then you do some case study concerning because the bible is case study there's a particular family there's a particular people that is telling you go all the way from adam or adam all the way down through really to us today but if you want to go ahead and cut it off okay fine even get into who we're talking about by the time we hit revelation who are the people? Who is the nation? People means nation. 
Persons is plural of person, right? But you can have a bunch of persons. They might not make up a people. You can have a people that excludes some persons. You can have a people that has many persons. You can have a people that will allow any person to be grafted in. But in order to be grafted into this people, a real nation, and not be part of a corporation, in, order, in other words, to come out of the beast, there are certain things that you have to come out of that the board and instrumentalization and you being traded and all this stuff like that with your straw man and all that, you have to come out of that system long enough to be able to become a nation. That's, that's, that's how law works, right? So, so same thing with your Bible. You said you keep hearing it's impossible. Yeah, a lot of people say it's impossible, but sovereign is just a key word saying really, you know, just think public or private. Nobody would tell you that it's impossible to be private. And if they do tell you it's impossible to be private, then they're just somebody. Now, does it take hard work? Sure. But is it impossible to be private? Of course not. It is not impossible to be private. It's not impossible to have a private corporation. It's not impossible. Matter of fact, a lot of the corporations that you think are public because they're publicly traded, a lot of them are still private. They just allow public trading. But that doesn't mean that you have any ownership <laughs> in it, right? Um, you say, well, I have ownership stake. Okay, you have as much as they allow. But just because it's publicly traded, it doesn't mean that you are part of the private company. It doesn't mean you're part of the board. Matter of fact, you can be a CEO and still not be on the board. You Right? You can be a CEO uh, of a company and, and then actually take your board status away depending on how you wrote your stuff privately in the contract and if they can prove that you went against your own private contract right so so yeah of course they'll tell you exactly so why would they tell you that it's, it's feasible right why, why wouldn't they even tell you for example this is a simple one right watch this this is simple this is this is a simple one okay why is it that nobody tells us something like this? This is simple, real simple. You ready? They make it harder than what it really is. This is just this is a simple one. Okay? Why is why is it that your your easiest way to to prove sovereignty is for you to know what this is? All right. I'm not teaching this right now. We have classes where we go through this in detail because you shouldn't just jump in this if you don't know how it works. Right. Now, how you doing, Sister Renee, Aaron, uh, uh, Elishiva, uh, uh, Sister Monica, Amon, Amon, uh, people, a nation of people like minds or with a standard persons, group of individuals. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Yep. How you doing, Lamar? Right. Why don't they just tell you that this is one of the easiest ways? And if you look on your DS-11 form and either you want to look, think of it as page five out of six or you want to think of it as the first page out of two that you're going to fill out. There's a section you're not supposed to fill out until they say everything is all right with your stuff. Right. They got to put your picture on there. They got to make sure that everything's filled out correctly. Then they'll say go back and and you can now sign in this area. When you go back and sign in that area, this is this is all that they do. You ready? When you go back and sign the area, the first the first sentence, we don't read forms. You know, people sign contracts, you buy cars, you get homes, you do all this stuff, and nobody actually reads the contract. You get insurance, nobody reads the contract. You start um, investing in stuff, you don't read the contracts. But if you read your contract for the DS-11 form, you'll find something pretty, pretty interesting right off the bat. You ready? If you go and read your contract on this DS-11 form, because that's you're signing a contract. You're signing something that's saying, you guys treat me as such, I'll treat me as such. I'll, you know, I'm, I'm realizing who I am. They ask you, when you, or they say, when you fill out this form, 
They'll see like, you know, are you telling the truth and all that stuff? But when you read the first part of it, it'll say this form is going to inform us whether you are considered to be either option A is going to be, are you going to be a U.S. citizen? It probably won't even say U.S. It'll probably just say, are you going to be a citizen? But are you going to be a U.S. citizen or option B? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Ugh. Or option B. Are you going to be a non-citizen national? It says it right there on your form, right? Right, now, somebody would sit there and tell me, they would argue with me because you, they, they don't study, they don't worry about culture. You would just go, no, you're, you're messed up, you don't even comprehend. But you've never studied and seen, is the United States actually a country? Right. But they're telling you, you can be a U.S. citizen or a non-citizen national. This is at a U.S. Uh, passport office. Right. So this isn't just a random place at a, U at a U.S. passport office. Right. At a U.S. passport office. They're telling you specifically which they're asking you, which one do you want to be? The United States Corporation will recognize either or. Now, you don't know how to fill out the form. The form used to be a lot easier. They used to have on there a place where you could just check it off. You have to know how to fill it out correctly. But. But and, and, and that's some of the things we teach in class. Or if you want to go through somebody else's teaching, that's fine, too. But you should have somebody help you through the process if this is news to you. And you need to make sure that you worked it out. And you probably should have somebody that rolls with you and kind of looks over the stuff uh, as you're looking it over. How you doing, Tim Lashisha? Right. But nobody even says something like that. This is one of the biggest eye opening things ever, because this basically says, do you want to be in the beast when you travel or do you want to go ahead and be a, uh, uh, a natural person? Because you know there's an artificial person and there's a natural person. There's an artificial man and there's an art and there's a and there's a natural man. There's an artificial woman, which really you should just go with artificial man the way I know it's misogynistic, but that's the language you need to make sure you use in the law. So you should because the artificial man, who is the first man? Right? Who is the first man? See, we don't even like that. We'll go quick to this misogynistic, this and that. See, no, no, no. You're getting caught up in stuff that's not cultural. First man is Adam. What does Adam mean? Right? What is Adam? Right? What does Adam or Adam, as we say, what does Adam even mean? Adam means man. So they're asking you, do you want to be of Adam or do you want to be? And this is why anybody who's studying sovereignty, anybody who's supposed to be a supposed guru, I don't even consider myself to be a guru of sovereignty, but I do. I am. A, I have enough to be able to help people. If anybody you hear talking about this stuff in sovereignty, they always start talking about what you call religion, but they talk about spirituality. All of them have to talk about spirituality because it's all spiritual. How can you say that that, that you you say God bless America once again God instead of Elohim, and you don't even know that they're not even talking about the same God you believe in the Bible, the United States? Corporation, according to the Treaty of Tripoli, right? If you look up the Treaty of Tripoli, when you get a chance, when you look up the Treaty of Tripoli, you would discover that the United States, and, and you got to look in section 11 of it, the 11th section, right? When you look up in the Treaty of Tripoli, the 11th section, it will tell you that the United States has never been a Christian nation. Matter of fact, it has high regard for the Muslim faith. Right. It says it in the Treaty of Tripoli. You're sitting up here talking about the United States has always been a Christian nation. Never been a Christian nation. George Washington wasn't a Christian. That's why he got an obelisk. 
<laughs> you, ever, you ever thought about that? He's got an obelisk. He's got a comedic, really Cushitic even, if you were really something that was all over the planet. But we usually focus on Kemet only, so I'll just focus on that. He's got a big old comedic thing sticking up out of the ground. And then you talk about how this was a Christian nation. He's not a Christian. Benjamin Franklin was a libertine. He believed that it was about sexual energy. That's why he was always having so much sex. Remember, he lived to be, what, in his 80s, which back then, especially for the people of his culture, the people of who he was, that was extremely... Um, weird. Like for us, you know, we could live 80, 90, 100 years old, even as slaves, uh, people lived that long, right? But for them, George Washington, remember, George Washington lost all his teeth by the time he was 30 years old. Th that's why he was ripping the teeth out of his slaves' mouths and paying them, you know, pennies and stuff for him so that he could be so pious and stuff and generous. And then later on, they would come discover how to make all of his stuff look like it was out of ivory, right? No, Abraham Lincoln was a Melungeon. That means he was he was considered to be a third white, considered to be a third um, uh, black native, and considered to be a third uh, African. Right? So he definitely was. And by the way, everybody who's alive has to be melanated to a certain extent, but I get what we're saying, right? If you have life in you, you have to have melanin. <laughs> right? There's no such thing as all those things. But like, uh, mulatto, yeah, kind of sort of, you know, they, they, at the end of the day, they didn't even care. at the end of the day really they don't care about anything it's one drop rule you go to certain places then you know it's different but they get they be on that one drop rule stuff in the united states corporation in england too in spain too at, at some point it just becomes about the one drop rule france was a little different in places like haiti and louisiana that's why it's so weird over there where there's racism but nobody really knows how to articulate the racism because in, in a place like haiti you might have like 40 shades and each shade legally had a you know so if you was if you were um, so you had like the, uh, uh, what is it? The blanc cojon or the big whites. And you had the, uh, blanc petit, the little whites, and they had certain things established, but then you might have people that were like very, 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 very light skinned and barely you could trace their, the black in them, but they still knew you had black in you. So you might be like right under them. And then underneath that, this is why you have black people still to this day talking about you ebony and you mahogany and you you know what i'm saying and you red bone and you're uh you know you're this you're that all these colors that we have is due to a lot of the holdover of that right so 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 when we speak on this stuff and how you doing deep pockets thanks for being part of the community and everybody coming on appreciate you how you doing donovan um so when we're speaking to this stuff a lot of people aren't having an honest conversation an honest dialogue about the the culture so you'll hear this, and if you're not careful, you'll go, I like, I, you know, even, and by the way, I don't mind natural person, but get what I'm saying. When it says natural man, all they're talking about is Adam. You see, we have to know, like, culturally what's going on. doesn't matter, like, we're getting lost in the, uh, to, to quote consciously, you get lost in the sauce of all this other stuff. And the reality is, is that, right, we're actually dealing with all these different things. You see, what's the Treaty of Tripoli? Well, go look it up for yourself. Treaty of Tripoli is United States, I believe in the 1800, United States of America at that time, uh, would have been going into, um, you know, trying to do business with people of a certain area. And the people who are in a certain period of what we would call Africa, Middle East, etc. a lot of people were um, frustrated by the fact that they were coming over there because they knew what happened with the crusade and some other things. And so they were like, yo, we're not really cool with that. So they put a treaty together, right? As they stopped fighting. And part of the treaty was to make sure that the people realized, hey, we're, we're not Christian. So even though they would, they come from Christians and the low key Christianity is just a way of being able to do whatever you want, right? But Treaty of Tripoli is, you know, when you go look it up, 
you'll, you'll discover what it is. And like I said, look for the 11th section and you'll see that. Matter of fact, Treaty of Tripoli is something that's really crucial because, you know, um, that's where you even start talking about your Marines. Right? Any devil dogs in the house? Hoorah! Right? Your devil dogs and hoorah and all that stuff. Well, you sing your song, right? When you sing your songs from the halls of Montezuma. That means y'all was beating people up in Montezuma's place. To where? How, how far do y'all go? How far do you spread? To the shores of Tripoli. Right? This is part of your culture. You said carnal mind ideals of another man's perspective of the world colors expand on that are you saying i shouldn't mention color i think i mentioned color because somebody asked about melungia and other than that though the treaty of triple i wasn't even talking about that you got to catch up right be i mean be specific enough but to be specific you have to be on target i don't even think you were in the area but i'm not sure if that's what you meant he said, I'm speaking race. You speaking in race? I'm speaking in race. Explain, if you don't mind. I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely, I don't, I don't understand. I'm speaking in race. Because you know what the word race, what does the word race mean? I'm not sure where you're going. I'm having a time. I'm trying to, because today's Q&A, so I'm trying to open it up. What does race mean? When you say race, what does race mean? If you don't mind, what does race mean? Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. I just don't know. Oh, okay. We're 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 in the same place. Okay, I just don't know what you were saying. Okay. I'm not sure. But yeah. So uh I missed it then. I apologize. I just I, I wasn't I wasn't sure where to go. <laughs> so please forgive me. Um But uh but yeah, so when we're speaking on these things. And I'm also got my back turned too, so forgive me. I keep coming back and forth, back and forth. So I might be catching the middle of things. I'm trying to scroll back as much as possible. Uh, excuse me, I'm having a rough time. It's, I don't know what's going on. I'm having issues. I might need more magnesium. I'm sure. Mm. Okay, but yeah. So when we're speaking on some of this stuff. We have to uh, be careful. Once again, remember, if you're dealing with English, even, right? English, what you call English, what you've been taught is English. And that's all we were taught. Uh-oh, now this one's fading. Is ang is really Anglo-ish, right? Nobody really speaks Anglo. All the Anglicans, right, were, were offed. Man, I don't know what's going on. I bought a new pack of markers. The new pack doesn't work. Then I went back to the old. The old was working for a little bit. And that old doesn't want to work with me at all. I'm digging through all my stuff trying to see if I can get a marker that works for me, y'all. I, I swear I was prepared. I, I specifically went and bought markers for today. And the new ones are, are not giving me anything. Uh, I'm trying to look through the old ones. Yeah, the old ones are going to give me a little bit before they phase out. Okay, all right. Um, but yeah, so you're dealing with Anglo-ish, right? English is Anglo-ish. The Anglicans were off by uh, William the Conqueror, who was, originally, who was originally known as William the Bastard. 
um, because his father denied him. He wanted to be able to have a territory to rule. Um, therefore, he didn't have one in Normandy or in France or any place. So he decided that he was going to go ahead and, and take over. He lied and said that the person who was over one group of Anglicans, he said that all he said that he was the next person in line, but the person passed away. Once that person passed away, they offed like half the people of what you'd call England. And so that's he became the first Anglo-ish king. At least that's what they tell him as a, as if there were no Anglicans or Anglo people before him. So you don't really speak Anglo, you speak Anglo-ish. Now what is the ish? Ish is like bluish. Right? Somebody might look at this, you might say it's blue. Somebody else might say, no, the one the one on the inside is blue. But you would say it's so you would say whichever one's not blue, you would call it bluish. Right? Um, just like if you say Jew, a lot of people don't want to be considered to be Jews. Why? Because they don't think that they're Jews. They would say that it's better for you to call me Jewish. Um, if you see the color red, somebody might say this is closer to, and I don't know my color, so I don't know if it's closer to like maroon or whatever. I don't know. Fuchsia maybe. I don't I don't know colors that well. So you would say that that is what? You would say it's red-ish maybe. Or somebody might say it's purplish, depending on where you are, right? But the ish is saying, I-S-H is saying it kind of, sort of. Like it's in the ballpark, we can see what you're doing, right? So if you... If you're dealing this, even a lot of the words that you're dealing with are Anglo-ish, but what makes it ish? Well, the ish could be, uh, there's German words. So there's Germanic language. Okay, cool. So it could be German words on the ish, right? Um, what else could make it English or Anglo-ish? Well, there's also, uh, you know, I'll just put KS, Kiswahili stuff in there. So you got to know what's going on there. What else is in there? Well, obviously, there's also what you call Hebrew stuff that's affected it, right? Um, what else is in there? Well, before it was English. English used to be considered the language of the poor. Once they took over them, they, the people who were rulers, they spoke and um, they still spoke um, Latin. They spoke Greek um, and, and they also would speak in um, uh more French and stuff like that, and they were also influenced by African stuff like that. So you have to say, well, there's a lot of Latin, right? And there's a lot of Greek, right? And there's even, um, and Greek even to the point to where you still use the alphabet. So the ish, Anglo-ish, there's, there's some stuff that still survives. This is why for those of you, by the way, if you have a 1611 King James, right? For those of you who had a 1611 King James, you'll see certain things in there that, um, Explain that even show some of the stuff we've been talking about, like they don't really use the letter U that often in your 1611 King James, if at all, some versions, uh, some of the more original, the less letter V or U you see, because V is, is came before there was a U. So that's why I tell people all the time, like when you have this conversation, people are like, no, it's Yeshua. Well, it's like Yehoshaphat. No, it can't be Yehoshaphat. I haven't seen it anywhere. Well, the letter U wasn't even something that was used yet. Right. We always talk about this one. Right. The letter J. Right. But the, but but there was before that there was a Y. Right. And then eventually we got this letter J. Right. But before that, there was a Y. Um, so even if they didn't use Y because Yaud wasn't something that they used yet. Right. But at the same time, they start they would use an IE. So when you see in your Bible, you'll always see IE. Right. Look up. Even when they try to put Jesus in there, they can't even pronounce it. Jesus. They have to go. Yesus, which is Greek and Latin talking about half man, half Zeus. 
right? So they have to put IE to make the yes. That's how they made the yes sound. So there's a lot of stuff in there, right? You'll see in, in the Bible very clearly that there's a lot of stuff that you, even in Anglo, they wouldn't have had that. But you start putting the ish together and now you guys have developed an ish and have had a lot of dialects and have had a lot of people trying to use it, had slangs, all this stuff. It spreads to different places. So now you get all these sounds and we're trying to say this is all this stuff. You said uh, Zeus is Greek mythology. Yeah, Zeus is Greek mythology. The Greeks, right, came, the Greeks were people, right, the Greek language and even Greek nicknames were things that Romans were using, right? The Romans with their Apollos and stuff like that are just simply using the same thing that the Greeks did when they took over the Greeks, right? And the Greeks basically got their alphabet from the Aleph Bait, right? So the Aleph Bait is who? Or the Aleph Bet, you would say today in modern Hebrew is who? Is, is a certain group of people. So we can see where we are in the time if we know where people are. Um, it depends on the culture. Some people have changed it to Apollo being dealing with the moon. Apollos is not dealing with the moon, though. Right. Apollo is somebody eventually who started taking up some Greek stuff and started to transition it into another language. So, sure, like when they said Apollo, you know, Apollo 13, the movie and all that stuff, they're going to the moon. Right. Those are things that people have changed over time. Sure. But is that the origin? So depending on where you are, if you say Apollo, then I can say, oh, OK, you're not talking about the Greek mentality or the Greco-Roman mentality, you're talking about somebody who conquered them at some point, but still wanted to keep those spirits or deities in place. They change it to be able to match what it is that they want. How you doing, Brother Vincent? You see, so there's there's a lot of stuff when we're talking, when we're having these conversations. Um, and how you doing, Prince? There, there's a lot of stuff that we're, we're not having because we don't care about culture. You said some Anglos still exist in the countryside. You can't understand them. They sound completely different. Uh, yeah, some that are very close to. There's, there's, to people who actually still speak like original, original Anglo, it's very difficult. And people who can read it, there's probably like less, at least so people say, including them, there's probably like 10 people on the planet who can actually read Anglo. I'm not one of them, right? I kind of comprehend a couple of things here or there, but I'm not close. So, so you have to realize like all this stuff that we're dealing with, it's always culture. It's always culture. You have to figure out. So like if they say Anglo-ish or English, Anglo, Anglo-ish, Anglo, Anglo-ish. That's just the dialect, right? So we don't even comprehend what is the ish. We don't even look for that. We don't even say, well, what makes it ish? What took it away from Anglo, right? For example, what is the word? I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a word that you're familiar with, right? And we have a lot of people from the UK that listen from time to time, whether you're with us live or you listen to the recordings. We have a lot of you guys that support us. We're still, by the way, just looking for one person. If one person can look over even something as simple as the WhatsApp for us in, in English, I would greatly appreciate you. I'm gonna start going back to the old school where I'm gonna roll up my sleeves as much as possible and I'm not gonna really eat much and I'm just gonna be diving in for some weeks, right? Um, to make sure that we're on track. But see, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna write this word right here that many of you are familiar with, with, and then I'm going to tell you, because we don't know that vowels are interchangeable in Anglo or Anglo-ish, this is what the Romans called you. This is why you call yourself British now, and you have pride in it, but that's what you originally were called, right? Which would be something closer to, you would have actually said something closer to this. If you see, this is when it becomes Anglo-ish. It's kind of difficult. 
you're speaking in English, Anglo-ish, you're saying you're British. You don't know that that actually came from the way the Romans described you as brutish and don't even recognize that you probably would have said it closer to something like this. Or maybe even you would have, you would have had even, from time to time, you would have had an O sound, right? Bravatosh or something like that. But, you, but we would, if I were to say bravatosh to you, you would say that that doesn't make sense. But it's only because we lack culture. It's not because it doesn't make sense. It's not because what I'm saying is completely wrong or misunderstood. It's not because you can't comprehend what I'm saying. It's because you, nobody's ever shown you. Once again, anyone who calls upon the name of the Lord, they shall be saved. But how can one be saved if they don't believe? And how can one believe what they haven't heard? And how can one hear what's not being preached? And how can one preach if they haven't been sent? Right? For how beautiful are the feet of those who walk in the way. They've been sent. They've been trained. And so therefore, who shall believe our report? How can you go by this stuff and you don't even go to the original? If you're going to report something, you have to first attach yourself to the port. And then you leave. And then you come back and report. Right? If, if, if you have been sent somewhere... To leave and go. These are nautical terms, right? This is even maritime law now, right? If I'm going to report something, that means that I have to leave port. I can't be in the same place that everybody else is. I have to go where they were. I have to listen to their interpretation. And then I come back and I say, this is what I'm reporting. This is what their interpretation is. Thank you, Sister Monica. Appreciate you. Yeah, so keep me in prayer, by the way. I'm just being honest. Uh... This seems like it's something that might last for a little bit. Not sure what's going on. Y'all pray for me. Uh, having some kind of muscle something. And my muscles are contracting on their own. Um, I don't believe it's fibromyalgia or anything crazy like that. But it just kind of came out of nowhere. It's been there for a little bit. So if so, that's um, I've been having to get myself together. But um, we're fine. I can still do whatever I need to do. It's just when I'm painting, I'm painting, if you will. I'm going back to that Southern term. If I'm painting, if I'm in pain, it's, it's, it gets really bad. He said, that's why it's good, great to have awareness of, 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 of many languages. Yeah. Oh, is that, is that what that is, Sister Sage? Oh, I hope not. Uh, it might be. If so, though, I know what to eat. Now that you said that, I'm going to try and eat certain things. It's going to be a minute if, before I get rid of it. But you know what? That may actually, uh, I didn't want to hear. I'm glad you said it, though, sis. I didn't want to hear that. But I didn't even think about that, but it might be there. But yeah, so that actually makes sense. But yeah, so anyways, you said, how much um, did you learn and how much was bestowed? I mean, well, both for me are the same. Uh, so I'd say a lot of it was bestowed. If you're saying how much did I learn on my own as far as did I pick up books and stuff? Um, I guess you could say a whole bunch. of I don't know the percentage. I've traveled. I've sat at people's feet, if that's what you're asking. Um, I've sat at, you know, Jewish scholars' feet. I've sat at Sephardic Jewish scholars' feet. I've sat at uh, the feet of great pastors. I've sat at the feet of great um, Buddhists. Um, by the way, I'm not a Buddhist. I'm just telling you, like, you know, when I say, when I say, for example, if I say something about Shakyamuni Buddha, I know it because I talk to people who worship the Buddha. Uh, if I talk about, hey, this is what people said about us when we came over to Vietnam, it's because I talk to Vietnam veterans, um, some that were in when I first got in the military still, some that were in the street and that nobody would talk about. So, you know, but um, I'm always sitting at somebody's feet. <laughs> Praise Yah for uh, structure. There's always a chain of command. So somebody's always able to teach me something. Praise Yah. Uh, let's see. He says, not been taught etymology and phonics are serious. Yeah. Yeah, we have to study and show ourselves approved. Mm -hmm. And then bring it before Elohim, that we can be workmen that need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of Amat, or the word of truth, or Savar Amat. 
time. By the way, please pray for our sister, Sister Marion, Auntie Marion. And, uh, well, pray for her and her family. I'll just leave it at that. Going through some some, some stuff today. And um, we're praying that uh, that all can be as well as is expected. A lot of stress and stuff that they've been going through low-key. They don't really tell about it or tell anybody about it. But, um, you know, they're going through a lot. And uh, and uh, just prayers are needed, if you don't mind. If you can remember to lift up Auntie Mary, Minister Moselle, uh, Brother Jimmy. Uh, we would greatly appreciate you doing so. Amen. Um, so you said, somebody said, break down Yechavach. Okay. Amen. Thank you, Noel. Appreciate it. Amen. So, you said, what is Sephardic? You got that one? Sephardic, so real quick, and then I'll get back into the question. Somebody asked, I can't remember who, somebody asked to break down Yechavach. No problem. Um, and we'll try to even break down why people say Yahweh and Yahuwah, etc. as much as we can. But, uh, yeah, so... Uh, what was it? Um, what was it? Sephardic. Now, I don't know if I'm going to spell these all correctly, so please forgive me. Right? I'm going to spell it as best as I remember, so forgive me. I might misspell it. I'm not trying to be messed up when it comes to somebody else's culture. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, so, but, so first things first, if you, you're dealing with either Ash, uh, Kenazi, You're dealing with, and this one I don't know if I'm going to get it all close. Kahazarian. Or you can be dealing with Sephardic. Okay? Um, those are three. There's even more. And then within these, there's obviously branches and all that stuff. But... Ashkenazi basically is mostly uh, mostly European. A lot of the people that are actually in um, modern Israel, a lot of them are coming from an Ashkenazi tree. Matter of fact, believe it or not, this is just facts. Once again, I'm not trying to be offensive. I'm not trying to tell everybody this and that. I'm not trying to say that if you are one of these, you're evil. You can't get into heaven. I have no heaven or hell to put anybody in. This is not about doing all of this. this is about just telling you the truth. Okay, so... So if we get to Ashkenazi, Ashkenazi is dealing with and um, belated, or actually, I'm sorry, uh, Shabbat, early Shabbat Shalom to everybody. If you're following the Israelite calendar um, in the month of February, the new moon, if you will, Rosh Chedash Adar Alav, that happened on Friday on uh, February the 6th. So we're now looking at um, Shabbat happening tonight at 6 p.m. Eastern New York time. Somebody had asked me about that. I meant to actually... I don't know if I DM'd them back or not, but somebody actually asked about that. I guess it would have been Sunday for Q&A, and I think I sent a message back to you. If not, I apologize, but long story short, uh, because of the position of the moon, that's when we know what days it is. So Shabbat or Sabbath doesn't always fall on the same day. It's not always guaranteed in our culture that seven days will always equal a week. It depends on the position of the moon. So every four plus weeks the or so the moon is going to have a new position and since that's the case whenever the moon gets to a new position that means that now um, our weeks change when the moon gets to a, a different position so we do sat we we keep sat saturday still 
for a lot of people because a lot of people, because we're in the land of our captivity, you can't do, you know, you can't get off work or you don't have the ability to do certain things or make sure that certain things are in place. So if you keep Shabbat on Saturdays, we try to do that with you. Um, ultimately, though, if you we do have the count, that's why we gave the calendar out to everybody. By the way, let us know. I hope everybody got a calendar by now. We got a lot of requests. The calendar is still pretty much going just through my wife and I. So if we need to make sure we get you your calendar, I'm going to double check on that sometime today. But please, man, please, sir, if you didn't get one, let us, you know, let us, let us know. But if you are following the Israelite calendar, um, early Shabbat Shalom to you, um, 6 p.m. Eastern, or well, 6 p.m. your time or sundown your time, whichever one you want to use. That's when we start observing Shabbat or our holy days. Okay, but back to this Ashkenazi. Ashkenazi. So Ashkenazi is usually going to be, if I could just make it really simple, you're going to be dealing with like European Jews. Um, and by the way, this gets iffy because a lot of these European Jews are not what we would call original Judah, but they did at some point, their families did either take on some of the custom traditions or some of them actually might have been married in at some point. But if especially if you're in the Talmudic stuff, they're not following it. Now, getting back to Ashkenazi as a family, you also see a lot of Ashkenazi who, for example, in places, not just the five families that are in charge, like Rothschilds and, and families, people want to use that. You'll also see that there's a lot of Ashkenazi influence as far as your banking system, the Bank of England owned by an Ashkenazi family. The uh, um, the Federal Reserve owned by Ashkenazi. You think the Federal Reserve because it, they put the word federal in there. Um, even before it was known as the Federal Reserve, it was known as the first bank of the United States uh, or something like that, then the second bank of America, then the third bank, or something like that. But, though, but the Federal Reserve is not actually of the United States Corporation at all. Um, the Federal Reserve belongs to the Ashkenazi community. So, and if you look at it, just do some research. Once again, I'm not trying to be racist. I'm not trying to say every Ashkenazi is 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 in this. A lot of them don't even know what, what goes on, right? Uh, but if you look at it, the Federal Reserve is actually a bank. It's matter of fact, if you go to D.C., for those of you who've never been there, if you go and you visit the White House, the Federal Reserve Building, you will notice there's only one building that has any connection, at least above the ground. There's only one building that has any connection to the White House. It's the Federal Reserve Building, the Federal Reserve Bank. Right? That's what it is. So a lot of people aren't aware, right? But so the Ashkenazi, you're dealing with a particular type of family that's European, and those are also the people that went over to what you call modern Israel now. Had uh, had a deal made with um, the Rothschilds. The Rothschilds made a deal with England. England let go of what was going on. Then the Jews came in, and there was a fight between those that were still living there, and then those that came in and said they were Jews, and then of course those who had also tried to take over before were mixed in there as well. Those are the people that are now you're dealing with the Gaza Strip stuff. So that's Ashkenazi for the most part. Right, Khazarian, you're dealing with people who were actually, there was a kingdom of Khazarians. A lot of people don't know that. There was a kingdom of these people who were in a particular place, right? How you doing, Um, um So there was a kingdom of Khazarians, and they, and they had nothing to do with the ways, tradition, stuff like that. Eventually, they came into knowledge, kind of sort of have a little bit of in, you know, uh, you know, coming together and marrying into one another, but um, still live a lot more separate. But, you know, they're Khazarian. They're considered to be Jews as well as far as modern terminology. Then there's something called Sephardic. Thank you, Sister Nadine. Appreciate you. Then there's something called Sephardic. If it's Sephardic, right, 
then then what we're dealing with is we're actually dealing with well I, we we would say it like this you're dealing with us right if you look at Sephardic Jews matter of fact if you look in history even of the Roman Catholic Church um, they'll tell you the truth where they'll say that there were a group of people during the Spanish Inquisition in Spain and Portugal who were um, taken away from their belief system who used to be in hoodies they were forced to wear the hoodies but they used to be in hoodies and they would be on street corners and um, they would worship uh, they would worship based off of the Tadach or the Torah Sabbath the scrolls they were very much so into women. That meant that they weren't bisexual. Not even giving people shade, just telling you what they are telling you in their in their scrolls and things. And um, they'll even say, hey, man, you know you know these people had locks. And they said that they're swarthy. That means their skin was dark. And um, they said that they, they um, during the Inquisition, they forced them into slavery. They actually even called them another word that you're more familiar with, but you would never think would go with this word. They called them by another word that you know better today, which is Negro.